Hey, everyone, and welcome back to Big Mad True Crime, where we get big mad over true crime. I'm your host, Heather Ashley, and today's case is out of Ohio. Small talk sucks, so let's dive in. Around 10 a.m. on Sunday, February 28th of 2021, 29-year-old Brittany Gosney and her 42-year-old boyfriend of less than a year, James Hamilton, who we'll refer to as Hamilton, walked into a police station in Middletown, Ohio, to report that Brittany's six-year-old son, James Hutchinson, was missing. Almost immediately, the police department put up a Facebook post asking for everyone to be on the lookout for the sweet little redhead. He was described as being three feet tall, around 42 pounds, and wearing a red shirt with Batman pajama pants. They said he was last seen in the area of Crawford Street where Brittany and Hamilton rented a house. When I tell you that this community jumped up and ran out to look for James, I mean that they put on their fastest running shoes and asked no questions. You couldn't look left, right, up, or down without seeing someone looking for James. By mid-afternoon, James still hadn't been found, so Brittany's stepfather took to Facebook and asked anyone and everyone to spread the word that his grandson was missing. This was his sweet little James, who'd been named after his own father, and he couldn't believe that this was happening. But when someone asked him how long James had been missing, he said that he honestly didn't know, that he'd found out about it around noon. Fox 19 reports that Brittany's own sister didn't know about her missing nephew until she saw it on the news. She told the outlet that she'd last seen James about a month prior on a video call and that Brittany had blocked her and the rest of her family shortly thereafter. About the same time Brittany's stepfather and her sister were learning about James's disappearance, police were changing the direction of their search, but they weren't specific about what direction they were going in. And eventually, a couple hours after the search started, it was called off altogether, but without any explanation. Everyone was confused, and the only real updates at this point were coming from Britney's stepfather's Facebook, which said that he had a bad feeling because Britney's boyfriend Hamilton was an abusive asshole. And he wasn't the only one who had a bad feeling. The police did too. According to USA Today, the police felt like something was unusual about how Brittany and Hamilton had come to the whole ass police station to report her son missing. Most of the time, parents call 911, but these two had driven to the police station to report it, and neither one of them could agree on the last time they'd seen James. So they were both separated and taken in for questioning, and they weren't released. By 3.10 p.m. on the day they reported James missing, a press release was sent out to the media saying that Brittany and Hamilton flat out admitted that James wasn't missing. He never had been. According to their confessions, Brittany had killed him and Hamilton had helped her dispose of his body. In this press release, Brittany admitted that she had driven James and the other two children she had custody of about 30 minutes away from their home in Middletown, to Premble County Park around 3 a.m. on the morning of the 27th. She went there to abandon them. When six-year-old James didn't understand why mommy was leaving him in a cold, dark park, 
In the middle of the night, he tried to grab the door handle of the van to get back in, but instead of letting him get back in, Brittany slammed on the gas, dragging him and ultimately running him over. Brittany did not stop after running over her son. She kept driving. And 30 to 40 minutes later, she came back to the park to check on him, where she found him dead, lying in the middle of the parking lot. She then proceeded to take the other two living children, put them back into the van, picked up James's body and put him into the van with the other two children, and drove them back to their home in Middletown. This is where Fox 19 reports that Brittany and her boyfriend Hamilton then took James's body up to a spare bedroom upstairs and left him there under a window. His body stayed there the entire day. On Saturday night, after having been abandoned at 3 a.m. earlier, the kids went to bed and Brittany and Hamilton waited until 3 a.m. on Sunday morning and they put James back into the vehicle. According to Journal News, the two drove an hour away, seemingly leaving their other two children at home alone, and drove out of Ohio and into Indiana to the 275 bridge and dropped James's body into the Ohio River. Seven hours later, they were at the Middletown police station reporting him missing like nothing had happened. At a press conference, law enforcement stated that Brittany was not showing much remorse for what she had done. The two were immediately charged. Brittany was charged with murder, abuse of a corpse, and tampering with evidence. While Hamilton was not charged with murder, he was charged with abuse of a corpse and tampering with evidence as well. Conan Daly reports that Brittany's two surviving children were quickly removed from the home and put into a foster placement, and law enforcement went to work trying to find James's body. The water levels were high, the current was rough, and the temperatures were dangerous, but they were going to try. The entire community was wondering how in the fuck anyone could ever do something like this, but someone had recently done something just like this. According to WKYV, just two months prior to Brittany trying to abandon her kids at a park in the middle of the night, a three-year-old boy and his dog had been abandoned in a cemetery just 30 minutes from where Brittany lived. It was all over the news, and the mother of that three-year-old boy is the focus of that investigation. Thankfully, someone witnessed the three-year-old boy being dropped off alone and called the police, and he's now safe with his father, but it had a lot of people wondering if maybe that had given Brittany the idea of abandoning her own kids. But why? It seemed like Brittany's only reason was that Hamilton was pressuring her to get rid of her kids. But Brittany having kids wasn't new to him, not even a little bit. You see, Hamilton was actually James's uncle. Yeah, I said it. Brittany and Hamilton were boyfriend and girlfriend and had been since the spring of 2020, but they were both legally married to other people. Hamilton's estranged wife told Crime Online that she was the sister of Brittany's husband, who was James's biological father. Brittany and James's biological father, Lewis, had lived with Lewis's sister and her husband, Hamilton, for several months back in 2020. That's when Brittany and Hamilton decided to have an affair and run off with one another, leaving a brother and sister wondering what in the fuck just happened to their spouses. 
Once Brittany and Hamilton executed their back alley romance, Brittany cut Lewis off from having any contact with James. Though Hamilton's wife does say that Brittany had contacted them on several occasions asking them to come pick up the kids, but every time they came, Brittany would change her mind. James was killed by his mother, who was allegedly pressured by his uncle to get rid of him and his siblings, all while he had a father and an aunt who were ready and willing to take him, his brother, and his sister in at the drop of a hat. I perused Brittany and Hamilton's Facebook accounts because why not? And at the beginning of their relationship, the two seemed happier than a pig in shit. They changed their statuses to being married to one another, regardless of them both being married to other people. Brittany changed her social media last name to reflect his and updated her bio to let the world know that she was married to Hamilton and a mother of four kids. Four, not three. Not much is mentioned about her oldest child, but it looks like Brittany probably had her when she was a young teen. And I've seen mentions online that her daughter was put into foster care and some that have mentioned that she was adopted. But nonetheless, her oldest child did not and had not lived with her for a long, long time, if not her entire life. Hamilton proudly posted about how white boys do it better. So that's who we're working with here. And the two shared selfies of themselves alluding to how in love they were. But oh, my damn, did some shit have to go down within the last 10 months of their dumpster fire of a relationship for Brittany and Hamilton to have gone from the two people in their selfies to the evil shitbags they were in their mugshots. I'll post them in James's highlight at the top of my Instagram profile at the Heather Ashley because simply describing the before and after would not do this shape-shifting, transformer-esque down spiral any justice. And this down spiral happened while they were taking care of three children. You can be the judge of what you think happened. On March 21st, the day after the two confessed, they were both arraigned on their charges. And according to Fox 19, the Department of Job and Family Services filed additional charges of neglect slash dependency against Brittany regarding the other two children, who were expected to be given a forensic interview at the Children's Hospital later that day. According to USA Today, Brittany was given a $1 million bond, while Hamilton was only given a $100,000 bond. And while it's frustrating that his wasn't even as remotely high as hers, Hamilton didn't have a dollar to his name, so it really didn't matter. Brittany had a history of getting evicted. Conan Daly reports that the pair would sometimes live in hotels, and just a month prior to James's murder, Brittany had started a fundraiser on Facebook because she was a stay-at-home mom and they were trying to move. This isn't one of those cases where the family of the perpetrators were standing strong behind them, blind to the facts. No, Brittany's stepfather took to Facebook saying that even if he had a million dollars, he wouldn't bail his stepdaughter out. Though he does note that Brittany was given a lie detector test and passed, he feels like Hamilton is more involved than Brittany's letting on and believes that he should be facing the same charges as his stepdaughter. While Brittany didn't show any love for the three children she tried to abandon and the one that she killed in the process, this community had an unending amount of love for them. 
There were countless vigils, celebrations of life, and balloon releases held in honor of James, and the Middletown City School District, the Middletown Police Department, and Middletown County itself created the James You Are Loved Memorial Fund to provide monetary support for James's siblings. I'll post a link to it in my highlight. I have never seen anything like this, but it is heartbreakingly beautiful to see so many people and so many officials standing behind these children. On March 3rd, Fox 19 reported that police were in the Ohio River trying to get to what they thought might have been a body when one of the members of the search and rescue team had to be rescued themselves. The flood levels were out of control and the search and rescue team member almost went into hypothermia. They had to temporarily call off their search of the water until it was safe again. James's grandmother and step-grandfather are overwhelmed with grief at this point. Brittany's stepfather said his wife is having a hard time getting out of bed, and the not knowing of where James's little body is is taking a toll on their already fragile health. He's worried that he won't live long enough to be able to see his grandson laid to rest. On March 5th, a grand jury was held and Brittany and Hamilton were officially indicted on their charges, and then some. According to WHIO-TV, Brittany was indicted on murder, involuntary manslaughter, five counts of endangering children, three counts of gross abuse of a corpse, three counts of kidnapping, and three counts of abduction. Hamilton was indicted on three counts of kidnapping, three counts of abduction, three counts of endangering children, and three counts of tampering with evidence. There are a lot of overlapping charges here, but that gives a potential jury some room to work with. If they feel like they can't convict Brittany of murder, there's an option of involuntary manslaughter. If they feel like they can't convict them of kidnapping, there's the option of abduction. Though, the kidnapping and abduction charges have people fearing the worst, that there's a whole lot more to this case that we just don't know about yet. The water search for James resumed in Lawrenceburg, Indiana on the 7th, and nothing was held back. Fox 19 reported that Lawrence Star International Search Crew was helping out, along with multiple agencies utilizing boats, sonar, cadaver dogs, horses, helicopters, you name it, they were using it. But they weren't just looking for James. As it turns out, law enforcement are looking for two boys in the Ohio River, six-year-old James and a three-year-old boy named Nilo. As if James' story wasn't tragic enough, Nilo's story was just as horrific. According to an article on Cincinnati.com, police believe that three-year-old Nilo Lattimore had been thrown into the river alive sometime after his mother was stabbed to death on December 5th and before her body was found on the 12th. Police believe that Nilo's mother's boyfriend killed her and left her body in her apartment for days. Sometime after his mother was killed, it's alleged that her boyfriend took Nilo to the Ohio River while he was still alive and threw him in. Nilo's mother's boyfriend then ordered a body bag off of eBay, waited for it to come in, and called an Uber. Fox 19 reports that he told the Uber driver the bag was full of clothes because he was moving. The boyfriend then disposed of her body, which was found by the Purple People Bridge, along with a Paw Patrol blanket that had Nilo's blood on it. 
Fox 19 reports that Nilo's stroller was found in the river not far from her body. Her boyfriend has been charged and is facing the death penalty. That search for James and Nilo spanned the entire day, but they didn't find either boy. The following day, Brittany and Hamilton were back in court, and I shit you not, these two trashosaurus rexes who confessed to what they had done on the day they reported James missing, both pled not guilty. So maybe they're hoping for a plea deal. If they pled guilty, that would be that. But if they pled not guilty, they could try their shot at working out a deal to avoid a trial where no doubt a jury would wreck them. With that, Local 12 reports that Britney's bond was increased to $2 million and Hamilton's was increased to $750,000. Nine days go by with little to no updates about the searches for James or Nilo, but on March 16th, a body is found. Everyone holds their breath, hoping that maybe, finally, they found him or they found Nilo, but it's neither of them. According to Dayton 24-7 Now, the body found in the river is one of a 30-year-old man who they believe had been in the water for some time. While another family finally has answers to where their loved one is, James's family and Nilo's family still don't. Crews continue their search on the banks and in the water on the 17th, and WLWT reports that cadaver dogs hit on a location. The sonar also looks like there might be a body. Divers were sent in, but nothing was found. On March 19th, Local 12 reports that Britney's attorney filed a motion of not guilty by reason of insanity. According to Crime Online, he says that Britney is struggling to assist in her own defense and that there are serious concerns regarding her mental health. Okay, so the only way an insanity plea works is if you can get a doctor to vouch that at the time of James's murder, she didn't know right from wrong. This woman went back to the scene of the crime, put her son's body in a spare bedroom, waited until her kids went to bed that night, and then took him to a bridge and threw him off of it, and then went to the police station and reported him missing, and her boyfriend helped her. Trying to plead insanity when you've gone to extensive efforts to hide what you've done is a hard pass, especially when there's an accomplice involved. But she'll be having a competency hearing to see whether or not she knew right from wrong at the time and or whether or not she's currently fit to stand trial. If she's found unfit, she'll likely be held in a health facility until she is and will then stand trial. On March 25th, new information came out about what Brittany's children endured before James was killed and the other two were left to watch in the park in the middle of a dark, cold night, and it is horrific. According to Fox 19, new documents revealed that Brittany and Hamilton had hogtied James and at least one of their other children, binding their hands to their feet and then put a cloth in their mouths. It's believed that this happened either in the hours before 3 a.m. on the 28th or the day prior. It sounds like that forensic interview with Brittany's two surviving children was devastatingly informative. This was so much more than Brittany trying to get rid of her children on behalf of Hamilton. This was torture. To ensure that there was no evidence of this torture or their efforts to conceal James's murder, Brittany and Hamilton removed the hard drive from the security cameras at their home and hid the rope and tape that they used on Brittany's children somewhere else. 
The outlet also reports that the two tied a concrete block to James's body before throwing him over the 275 bridge. Trying to plead insanity at this point is a losing fucking battle. Brittany knew what she did was wrong when she went back to retrieve the children who witnessed their brother's murder and hid James's body. Brittany knew what she did was wrong when she hid the rope and tape that she used to bind and gag her children. Brittany knew what she did was wrong when she removed the hard drive from the security cameras so no one could see what they did or didn't do the night James was killed or the night that she and Hamilton disposed of his body. And she knew what she did was wrong when she found a concrete block to tie to James's body when they drove it across state lines and threw it into the Ohio River. Brittany's competency hearing is expected to happen later this month, and if she's found competent to stand trial, it's expected to be a speedy one with a hopeful date sometime in May, which is only a month away. James's grandparents are holding on the best that they can. Brittany's stepfather is facing dialysis or a future kidney transplant, and his only wish is to be here when his grandson is found and to make sure he gets justice. As recently as last Friday, searchers were in the water looking for James and Nilo, and it doesn't look like they're going to stop searching anytime soon. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. It would be easy for me to avoid doing children's cases. They're hard to research and hard to listen to. And these children depend on the adults in their lives and seeing them hurt and even killed by those who are supposed to love them and protect them is a kind of pain that you feel in your soul. We can't imagine how anyone could do such horrendous things to the children that we would have dropped everything to save even if we didn't know them. I've thought long and hard about shying away from cases like this because of how hard they are to listen to, but I feel like these stories need to be told and we need to be able to spot the warning signs. James and his siblings should not have endured what they did at the hands of their mother and their mother's boyfriend. According to childhelp.org, the U.S. loses on average between four and seven children a day due to neglect and child abuse, and around 80% of child maltreatment fatalities involve at least one parent as the perpetrator. Some of the warning signs for child abuse listed on childwelfare.gov include being frequently absent from school, 
A lack of care when it comes to cleanliness or hygiene and not having appropriate clothing for the season. We've seen so many abuse cases where neighbors didn't even know the parents had children or where children were removed from public school or where abuse victims wore winter clothing in the summer to hide weight loss or bruising. In James's case, we saw them allegedly reaching out to have family come take the kids but changing their mind at the last minute. We saw them block Brittany's family from communication and as you'll see in the photos in James's highlight, Brittany and Hamilton's appearance made a drastic change within their less than 12 months of dating. If you suspect child abuse, please call the local police and your local Department of Child Services. And in some cases, we've even seen good results from additionally bringing the suspected abuse to the school's attention. You can also call the Child Help National Child Abuse Hotline at 1-800-4-A-CHILD or 1-800-422-4453. It's better to say something and it be nothing than to say nothing and it be something. As their search continues and this trial unfolds, I'll be sure to update you. For all photos pertaining to James's case, check out his highlight at the top of my Instagram profile at the Heather Ashley, and join me there tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern, where you go live with me and we talk about today's case. If you like your podcast ad-free, head over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash bigmadtruecrime, where for just one whole dollar a month, your episodes are totally ad-free. If you need more episodes in your life, for just $5 a month, you get a bonus episode on the first Monday of every month. All your episodes are totally ad-free, and you'll also receive a forever discount code for all Big Mad True Crime merch. And of course, anytime you sign up, you get instant access to all previous bonus episodes. 